Hello, it is Friday, March 27th. I don't know what day yet we're on quarantine, but uh, I decided to release some interviews that are a couple months backdated that I really wanted to release. Uh, A couple people in and around the Orlando restaurant food scene. And I thought, you know what, we've got some time right now. Might as well just uh, release them and uh, see what we can do to help them out as fellow eaters or those of us in the food industry. Uh, My interview today is with the owner of Black Magic Pizza. Travis, who is a super awesome guy, super interesting. He has a actually pretty detailed history of working in and around the Orlando food scene, um, but a really cool dude too. Uh, He had, I think he had connected with me first and said he actually listened to the podcast, which is obviously super cool to hear. Um, But I've been seeing his posts. Looks awesome. I'm a big pizza guy. I actually completely butchered a pizza last night. I did not let the dough sit out enough and get to room temperature, so it completely stuck to the pan. So basically, it was like eating the top half of pizza. So I don't mind saving calories, but at the same time, I was pretty mad that it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to. But anyways, guys, I want to release our interview. Um, It's kind of going back to the original thing, so there's no real discussion on the current scene. I am trying to set some stuff up to talk to people um, probably around the Tampa area, in all honesty, because they're, you know, that's where I'm living now. Uh, but, uh, to get their take on the scene, but this is going back to that original format, hearing his story, his goals for the business, what they're, what they're planning to do, um, how we got to start in and around food. So without further ado, here's my chat with Travis from black magic pizza. Travis, what's going on, man? Hey man, how's it going? I'm just, you know, really glad to be here, you know, here to tell my story and just, uh, shout out to the community, you know? Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm excited for it. And uh, like we were talking about, this is a new series I want to do where it's kind of divvied up in the seasons. Pizza is the first one that came to mind for me. I'm sure with a lot of people as well. Where'd your interest in pizza come from? My interest in pizza basically came from just being a child. Uh, My mom actually tells the story of me being about three or four years old. And uh, when I was first being able to talk, they I got on the phone somehow and called the pizza, like one of our favorite pizzerias and ordered like an extra large pizza for delivery. Mm-hmm. And nobody understood why there was a pizza at the door <laughs> when the guy came, you know? So I've always had a, a strong interest for pizza. My first job that I ever got in the food industry was actually at a pizzeria. So that's really why I have like this deep root towards it. And you, we were talking off air. You didn't live in Orlando all your life, right? You were, you were from the Northeast too. Um, basically I lived in Massachusetts up until I was about like nine or 10 years old. I had family over here. My mom migrated down here for a job, but I've lived here for going on like 17 years now. So I'm, you know, I I consider myself more of an Orlando native than I do Massachusetts now because only because I basically grew up here. Yeah. Yeah. It it takes a certain amount of time before you're considered like a local, but no one's really from Orlando. It's very far and few between. And most of the time, those that are born and raised here are probably like 12 years old and under. Exactly. But, uh, you know, we, we embrace everyone with open arms. So tell me about your, your food experience prior to starting black magic. What, what was that like? How long were you working in kitchens? Were you doing front of house, back of house? 
Uh, yeah, um, I basically started like a, um, like I said, it was at a pizzeria. I would go go on and say about like ten years ago. Um, I was actually working for Mellow Mushroom. You know, they're a big pizza chain. I love them. You know, they they actually taught me how to, to uh, how to cook pizza, how to you know toss pizzas, how to use a wood peel, and how to do uh, pizzas on a on a larger scale volume. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my experience there and just grinding and grinding. I started off as a, I got hired actually as a pizza cook, and then as soon as I got to the restaurant. Um, they were like, you're our new dishwasher. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Um, I washed dishes for about three or four months. Uh, they hired a replacement. They put me on the line. They started t- training me more. And like, that's really where uh, I got my foot in the door. Um, after that, you know, um, I went over to Chipotle and I was working at Chipotle for, God, I would say about two and a half years as a, as a uh-huh. kitchen manager, actually, um, over at the one over in Fairbanks. Um, once I did that, uh, I moved on to a little bit of a nicer thing. I went on to uh, work over at uh, Rustique over in College Park. Um, I grinded there. Uh, I learned how to cook, how to how to really cook there, how to cook fish, how to cook steaks, how to cook burgers, you know, how to saute pasta dishes. Everything there is a scratch. Uh, it's a it's it's a scratch kitchen. So, you know, we're cooking f- from nothing basically. You saw mm-hmm. raw ingredients, and you, you know, after about 30 minutes of prep, 40 minutes, you you finally get this finished product that goes into another prep. You know. <laughs> Um, after that, you know, I was working at some other pizzerias. I worked at Pizza Bruno. Got a lot of experience there. Um, I really learned. Actually, I, I would say I relearned how to make pizza there because you go into that kind of that Neapolitan route and you're like, okay, I, I've made pizza before. You know, you, you do your whole your whole toss. Uh, you can slap it back and forth, but the dough is so much more delicate and different, and the cooking techniques are so much different that I remember going in there thinking I was gonna be a hot shot and my first two days I got wrecked you know I couldn't even really I could make a pizza but the guys couldn't cook it because it would you know break in the oven mm-hmm. there was thin spots um, it just it would stick you know it burn immediately so I really had to learn the balance of pizza with that um, currently uh, I'm working over in the Winter Park area um, I work on Park Avenue so mm-hmm. I go in at about like five o'clock every day I, I just push out an entire dinner shift and it would close up and you know that's what uh, that's what I'm doing currently yeah. So how much of your time right now, like let's say a week, uh, is dedicated towards working on black magic, whether that's not only like working on recipes, but also like the marketing, the, the planning, the scheduling, all that sort. Um, as much as I can, uh, if I have any free time, you know, if I go, you know, to my, if I go on a walk or if I take a little five minute break at work, mm-hmm. I'm on my phone, I'm trying to like hit people up. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about what my next move is going to be. I'm thinking about, you know, planning something recipes, you know, um, when I get home, I'll get home at about midnight every night and like from, you know, midnight to about 3 a.m. I'm just trying to unwind, you know, so I'll go on my phone. I'll spend time with my girlfriend um, and we basically, you know, I'll, I'll even show her pictures and she gets tired of it, you know, <laughs> but I'll show her pictures of pizzas and I'm like, yo, this is really nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like this. What do you think of it? You know, and she's pretty much number two in this whole deal. She can't be here right now because she's at work, but otherwise I would bring her, but yeah. she's my number two in everything. Um, big shout out to her because without this, this really wouldn't be possible because she's been there pushing me to do more and more. Mm-hmm. And she actually helps out with a lot of our, uh, a lot of the artwork, you know, a lot of the logos, uh, artwork, little promotional things that I've been putting up is all made by my girlfriend, you know? So um, we're really DIY, you know? Yeah. We're just really trying to do this whole, like, we can't, we came from the city, you know, we, we, uh, we frequent like bars a lot on mills. Mm-hmm. We're always up and down the mills area. And like, we've always noticed the lack of like sustainable late night, good food, you know? And I was like, you know, I want to be able to put my, my footprint on there. You know, I want to be able to be, 
competing with some of these guys, you know, that are out there, you know, in food trucks or little pop-ups, you know, and that's really what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I think the pizza market's kind of wide open here. You know, Bruno's doing his thing and, uh, I know Elliot's doing his thing as well with recess. Those and guys are killing it. I, they I mean, are. I love it. Yeah. You know, but it's just, you know, I think there's still areas throughout the city where, you know, the pizza huts and the Papa John's are still going to kind of reign supreme. Oh, yeah. But I, I know that Bruno's got a little Caesars right next to him basically, but they're still, you know, yeah. cranking tickets out every single night doing well. Exactly. Um, when did you get interested in making the pizza at home? Because I think one of the things I find interesting when I'm, when I'm talking with chefs and restaurateurs is they're like, you know, I kind of keep that at work. I eat very simple at home or I don't even eat that at all. But with your experience as well, I find it interesting or it's like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take it home. I'm going to work on this and craft this. So even before this idea became a reality, were you making pizza at home or was this kind of tied together? Like I want to start this. So I'm going to start to make pizza at home. Hmm. Basically with that, um, I would have to say, uh, I split up from one of the restaurants I was working at and I still wanted that kind of pizza. You know what I mean? And I felt like, you know, I, I had gotten all this experience. I know how to make pizza. I know how to make, I know how to like cook pizzas. I know how to launch them. And I had never really made the dough, you know, that was a big thing. Like I had done everything. My girlfriend was like, you know, you need to start making your own pizza dough. And I was like, nah, I'll just put it off to the side. Yeah. Let's, let's just make something else for dinner. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, I want you to actually make pizza, you know, because you work with pizza every day. You crave pizza. Even when, even when I would get off at work, you know, at like midnight on a Saturday or like almost one in the morning, I go over to Lazy Moon and go grab a slice right mm-hmm. afterwards, you know? So, um, it was basically just a thought of hers. She really pushed me to start making pizza dough at home. You know, I, I had this basic recipe that I started with. It's nowhere near what I have now. Yeah. Like, and I, and I, I learned along the way, you know, I learned a lot of things that I shouldn't do. I learned a lot of things that I should do. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I got my, I got the start of it all. I would probably say in about like May, mm-hmm. like that's when I really started cranking out, like making pizza dough at home and I don't have a mixer. Yeah. Like, I have, um, uh, like a, a KitchenAid, like small mixer, but it's mm-hmm. not strong enough at all to do what I want to do. So I hand mix all my dough, you know, I let it ferment at room temp for like six hours. So we're talking about something that takes me maybe an hour to do at home. And then I have to deal with it over the course of like two to three days to really inspect the product and see how it's going and like mm-hmm. make sure that it's maturing the way that I want, you know? It's delicate, you know? That, that's that's kind of one of the, like that, I get what you were saying too about that hesitancy with the dough and whatnot. Cause it's like, you know, there's, I find that there's a distinct separation between those who can bake and those who can cook. Yeah. And a lot of people self admit that like I've had to hire a pastry chef. I can't do it. And some people, yeah, like pizza is one of those kind of like, I don't know what you say, like the odd one out that is combining the two. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's basically a bread. You yeah. Know, when, it when is. we're talking it, when we're talking in specifics, it's basically just a bread, yep. you know, it's bread with toppings on it. That's just rolled out very thinly. And there's breads from all over the, all over the world, you know, and pizza has, it, it lives up to this standard that it has to either be thick or thin. You know what I mean? So I find that I, I with, with our pizza at least, I was able to find like a balance, you know? Because yeah. it's, it's, it's like that thin Neapolitan style, and then once you get towards the crust, it's like New York style. You Got know? it. And then you were talking about you, you had this recipe. Is that something that was coming from your brain? Were you brainstorming this and you found it like online? Where was the kind of like the start of that idea? I got a lot of, uh, a lot of help from people on the internet, honestly. Okay. You know, I started with this base 
uh, baker's percentage formula, yeah, which is something that they use when, when you're baking in large volumes, where they don't even give you a recipe at all. Mm-hmm. They just give you a number, and you're supposed to figure it out how to do it. Yep. Um, so I learned like that. Um, I actually worked on a pizza food truck for a minute. Um, I was working over there for about two months, mm-hmm. um, and I learned how to deal with pizza in high humidity environments. Because on the food truck, it was about 100 degrees always, even in the shade. Like, it was hot as hell. We had a wood-fired oven on the truck, so it made it really difficult to, like, you know, breathe. The dough was very would blow out very fast. So, you know, I would I would go there for prep. I'd you know, pay attention to little details. You know, he'd be like, okay, it's gonna be this temperature, so we're gonna do it this way. We're gonna add a little less yeast. A little uh, the water we're gonna use is gonna be warm or it'll be cold, depending on the environment. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, people on the internet, um, there's a website called Pizza Making Forms. I got a lot of a lot of help from that. Like, that was probably like 50% of it. And then the other 50% was really just like dialing it in and then doing it at home and yeah. just like experimenting, you know, I remember there was a, my first, ev- my first event, actually, I made this like 20 pound batch of dough mm-hmm. and I put it in my refrigerator at home and I, I went to go leave for lunch. I came back in an hour and it was just spewing out of the fridge. Oh really? Like it, it grew so much. And like the dough was never able to cool down in the center. Ah. So it just kept rising and rising and rising. <laughs> and okay. I opened the fridge and it was just like a... F- a tsunami of dough just taken out. out. I was freaking out. I had no idea what to do. I threw it all away and started over. Got it. Well, I mean, like, what caused it? Was it the humidity? It's basically the humidity. Um, I was doing it in the summertime, so I used a little bit too much yeast. Um, yeah. The water probably wasn't the coldest, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I I made it in a food safe environment out of one of the restaurants that I work at, and I transported it in my car. And by the time I got home, it just grew. Got it, it. it was just bubbling, and it did not look good at all. Yeah. I mean, I remember hearing something about. Um, Lucali, they opened up a spot in Miami yep. and Mark, the owner was saying the toughest part is dealing with the humidity down here it's because unbelievable. it's while the East coast deals with so much humidity, it's just completely different down here. And he yeah. said, he said, I could transport the water. I could bring the tomatoes. I could do everything else. The humidity he can't control. He said, it doesn't matter. He even, even, yeah. you know, like a hot summer day in Brooklyn, it, it competes with, you know, a normal day in Florida. Exactly. But we, when you're dealing with that kind of volume and you're dealing with, you know, water temperatures and little tiny things, you know, there's basically four ingredients in pizza. It's just yeah. water, salt, flour, and yeast. Mm-hmm. And, and you mess up one of those by a fraction of a percent and you've ruined your entire batch. Yeah. You know, yeah. and humidity is one of the biggest things that I've always like ran into trouble wise, you know? Yeah. It's always, yeah. For me, anytime I make it at home, I've, I haven't done the dough yet. Um, I actually, up there on my bookshelf, I've got Pizza Camp, the uh, Joe Badia book, oh, yes. which I really liked. I mean, Huge I was finding some good things like where I could just get a dough from a grocery store or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I had never thought to do just like a red sauce with anchovies. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and in the book, it's like, oh, well, like a drunk guy came in at very late at night and said, this is what I want. And then we ended up putting it on the menu. But it's those sorts of books too that kind of like implement it. But it's may not be taking into place like, Oh, you live here. So here's how you have to adjust to it. So I think it is a lot of trial and error. It's going to be that first go around. Exactly. Exactly. And even still to this day, I'm always like taking things out, putting things in. You know, my girlfriend's like, you have a good recipe, stick to it. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll come, I'll be like, yeah, okay, no problem. You know, I'll go to the shop. I'll make some dough. I'll come back. She's like, did you do everything right? And I was like, yeah, a couple hours go by. We'll, we'll test out a pie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I really like how this looks. And she goes, yeah, you know, it looks like the last one. I was like, actually, I changed up like something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why would you do that? <laughs> you know, especially when I told you not to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's always about experimentation and just like finding what you love. And like, 
I think I've got a great base recipe, mm -hmm. but I'm still going to try my hardest to tweak little things and improve up, you know? Yeah. Was there a plan B or another idea that you had in place besides pizza? Or was that the go? <laughs> my girlfriend's <laughs> going to love this, actually. Uh, there's a story about this. Um, my entire life, you know, I've, I've known my girlfriend. We've been together for six, going on seven years now. Nice. And, uh, Every single day I came home, you know, working at the pizzeria, working at Chipotle, working at the, at the gastro pubs in, in College Park. I was like, I never want to open a pizzeria. You know, it's <laughs> I don't want to fall into that category. Mm -hmm. You know, I have this push. Uh, I have this like concept for like this fine dining kind of experience. And like I really was like trying to focus on that. And I was pushing that. And then it wasn't like until the past year or so I was just like, you know, I want something fun to do. Yeah, I'm tired of working for people who don't care about me mm -hmm. essentially you know they care about the work ethic that i do they care about the product that i put out and they're like yes you killed another dinner service you did this great but at the end of the day if i die they're just going to find somebody else so i was always reluctant on you know pizza because i was like uh it's, it's easy you know what i mean but it became something i loved and every time i make a pizza i'm even more and more happier mm -hmm. you know and i found that like pizza is like my piece <laughs> so like that's really what I'm going for now. Um, there's no plan B right now. It's just Good. work full time, grind as hard as I can, push myself at work. And then when I get off, make pizza dough and keep going. Yeah. I like it though. I, I think that giving yourself those options though, I think it, it lets your mind wander and sometimes it's like, well, I'll just stick with this. I, I have a solid income or, you know, yeah. I, I, I was given a growth plan in this company or whatever. Exactly. And like me just being in, you know, the food industry, like growing every single restaurant I go to, just being a line cook, being sous chef, you know, being a kitchen lead, um, and all these experiences, I've always been like, I need to push myself, yeah, you know, yeah. And I, I've, otherwise, I'm not gonna be comfortable with anything. And recently, you know, I've just found that like I'm just gonna keep pushing myself at home mm. with pizza, you know. So that's what I'm doing now. I, I, I love it. I, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't look, I wouldn't go back on it, you know. Yeah, it's it's something that I find peace in now. So what's the inspiration behind the name? I was going through names for probably like a week or so with my yeah. girlfriend. Like we probably had like a hundred names written down. Mm -hmm. um, I had taken a trip out to Los Angeles uh, with a friend. We were doing this whole music thing. I was playing drums for him where he basically just like flew me out. He's like, hey, I need you to play drums. So I flew out to Los Angeles. We spent the day with him. And there's a pizzeria out there that just like blew my mind mm -hmm. because they were just nothing special. But the whole like their whole like scene was supportive. The whole idea of it was like punk rock, you know? So I was like, I want to go with like this whole like punk rock pizza shop kind of deal. Yeah. So I kept going through names, you know, it was almost like if I wanted to start a band, mm -hmm. you know, I just kept going through names and names asking people, Hey, does this sound good? And of course the people closest to me are like, yeah, that sounds great. You know, mm -hmm. but nothing really stuck out. Yeah. Um, I forgot what, what we were doing. We were just looking at pictures online and we were like, um, it was like an old picture from like, a hocus pocus like kind of a poster and i was like yo that's that's cool like what do you think of, i just thought of like black magic like on mm -hmm. the on the thing mm -hmm. like on the spot and it kind of just stuck with us you know yeah we wrote it down we kept going and like after like try, like after like going through like pages and pages of names we were just really stuck with that one you know and it was just like this looks cool it's it's in, it's enticing people are gonna see it and they're gonna be like what does that mean mm -hmm. you know and like i'm just gonna stick with it you know 
I, I consider myself a pizza wizard, so why not, I, you know, go with black magic? Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. So how many months has it been since that's kind of been the official start of this business? I started up in May. Started yeah. in May? Yeah. So I'd say. So we're looking at, I guess it's what, nine months now? Yeah. Eight, nine, nine months, months at this started point? started with me just like picking up an oven. Actually, before I even had my, my, my portable oven that I use for all my events, I was cooking ovens in my, or I was cooking pizzas in my barbecue outside yeah like my grill i just put my pizza stone on there cranked it as high as it could go i didn't even have a thermometer mm-hmm. like i was just gauging off the one off the grill and it was like all right cool it's it's reading above 600 and that's as high as it goes so i'm just gonna put this pizza on here and pray to god that it works yeah you know yeah i've um, got a green egg in the back i've we've tried to do that before it's actually worked out pretty good yeah. cast irons i know work very well because yeah. of their heat retention mm-hmm. um but there's lots of options too but you brought up a good point too about this portable oven thing because I don't even think like five years ago, this would have really been an option because you weren't seeing like food trucks cranking out pizza, but now you are. So like talk about the equipment you're using. Yeah. The equipment that I'm using now, it's called a Rockbox by Gosney. And I swear by this oven, like I, okay. I've cooked thousands of pizzas in this oven and I love it every single time. And if mm-hmm. I'm actually loving it even more because it's starting now to get seasoned and um, the bottoms of the pizzas are just coming out phenomenal. Good. Um, before that, there really wasn't any options for like pizza portability. You know, there was a couple of electric uh, models uh, that they that they had out there. Um, you know, other than that, people were just putting building wood-fired ovens, you know, brick ovens in their food truck, their food trailer, mm-hmm. and they're just feeding it wood and just doing it like ancient, like in ancient times. So, you know, this this groundbreaking thing came out, and I was like, I have to use this. Like, I saw a video of it online. Um, it was actually a Maddie Matheson video. And like I saw him cook a steak in it, and I was like, "This oh, is." Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw that video. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Yo, this is cool. What?" And yeah. I, I just clicked on their YouTube page. I mm-hmm. found like, and that's where I like I found all their videos of all the pizzas they're making. I was like, "This is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is like the, the the oven that I'm using at work, but just like I can pick it up and go." You yeah. Know? And um, it just so happened to be that at the time we had actually purchased one for the restaurant. We're using it for a couple of events. I got to use, it and I was like, "This thing is cool." You know, mm-hmm. like everybody else was kind of like, "Eh, it doesn't seem like it can do much because it doesn't look very." very powerful but as soon as you hook it up to a propane tank that thing gets rocking yeah and like um there's a gauge like on there's a temperature gauge on the side but that thing is i think it's a little inaccurate like it says um like it normally takes about 45 minutes to heat up but i've heated it up and got my stone heated up to about 900 degrees and about less than 30 wow wow so um how often like you're talking about the uniqueness of the pizza how it was kind of like a a hybrid of two how long does it take to crank out a pie for you right now? Right now we're looking at about 90 seconds, actually. Really? We're still able to compete with that whole like Neapolitan yeah. cook, uh, cook time and te- cooking technique. Cause yeah. like I still, um, use those, those roots that I learned. And what temperature? I always cook at 900. 900. <laughs> 900. Okay. And that's I, the highest it can go. Yeah. I mean, it, it that's the highest my, my thermometer goes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just eventually like the back flame will just say it'll read over read Got and it. like, it'll get way too hot. But like, um, the stone, it normally caps out at about 800, 825. Okay. So you get that really nice hard char on the mm-hmm. bottom mm-hmm. and then the flame shoots, you know, a thousand degrees, if not more. Yeah. So you've got, you got the name, you've got the product, you're, you're clearly developing the menu as well. What are the next steps? How are you getting into these like markets and pop-ups and doing all that sort? It's honestly all been word of mouth from people. Okay. Um, I got my first couple catering gigs, um, off of word of mouth. People are like, Hey, you know. I saw this cool thing on Instagram, mm-hmm. shoot him a message. 
and like I was at work one time when I got my first my first message for my first catering and I was like freaking out at work I was like yo this is so cool mm-hmm. like showing people like I was actually really excited because uh, you know they were like were asking for you know food for almost 100 people yep. you know and I was like I've never done that I'm gonna challenge myself mm-hmm. you know I've always been in um, I've been in bands my whole life um, so like playing in front of crowds was something that I was used to you know yeah. cooking in front of people um, in the open kitchen environment is something that I was used to you know in some of the restaurants that I worked at but putting on a show for people at a wedding is something that I was n- the most nervous for in my life like I've never been so nervous for anything because you know when you're in a band you're like oh if we mess up you can kind of pick up where you're going you know somebody I wasn't worried about me messing up in a band necessarily mm-hmm. I was worried about somebody else mm-hmm. as funny as that sounds but like now it's like it's just me yeah you know? it's it's me my girlfriend and our brand that we have together mm-hmm. and like if we mess up it's uh, it's on us you yeah know? there's no going back yeah you know and if i can mess up something so easily I can, but everything worked out perfectly for the first event the temperature was great it was like well, it had to be like 50 it was like 55 degrees out at night okay yeah and like it was just perfect for pizza dough yeah you know the, the dough never never over uh, or over rose it didn't blow out at all it was perfect for for us and we were able to put out God, we were cranking out pizzas. I mean, they were eating them faster than I can make them, but like we were putting out about five pizzas like every like five to six minutes, you know? Nice. Keeping them warm and just like pretty much pretty much putting it out buffet style. And how many people was that for? That was for almost a hundred. It was nice. about like seventy five to eighty people. Wow. Um we went out there with about eighty pizza doughs, you know. Yeah. And I came back with like ten of them. I just, you know, cooked them off and made them for other for, uh uh, made them for guests that were leaving. I was like, hey, I brought boxes. Got you know, it. If you want pizza to go, like, mm-hmm. if you like this pizza so much, because people were raving about it, you know, they were loving it. They were telling me that, like, they've never had a pizza like this before. It's like this crazy, like, fusion. Mm-hmm. There was pizza people that were like, I just spent three weeks in Europe. I was in Italy for, like, four days, and I have had, my pizza was never, was not even close to as good as this. You that's know? awesome. And I was like, that, those are, that's crazy to me, because, you know, I've never experienced anything outside of the United States. So, like, to hear that blew my mind, you know, mm-hmm. and it made me, it, it gave me inspiration to keep going, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was like, okay, maybe I'll just do like this catering route and I'll just like, you know, book, book pizza things every now and then. But with, when I heard the, the response from people and even when I do like a pop-up, like the response from people is just phenomenal and it keeps pushing me to do more and more, mm-hmm. you know, I'm um, currently, I'm just, uh, I'm focusing on work right now and also, um, booking more caterings. Got I have it. a couple more, um, coming up like for the weddings. Um, but after that, like, the way that I do it is just, I just hit up people, you know, just try to be humble, send them a message on Instagram, yeah. send them a message on Facebook, or um, if I've been to that establishment before, mm-hmm. just go in, give them a business card, you know, tell them what I do, yeah. show them some pictures, or just been a lot of times where I've just brought in people a pizza, mm-hmm. and I just, like, walk in, like, hey, this is from Black Magic Pizza, and leave, mm-hmm. you know, just stop by, you know? Nice. So. It makes sense. I mean, I know that there's other, you're in good company at least here too because i know like the guys who started hunger street here in central florida i think they started off as catering as Mm -hmm. well so like it is kind of a nice way to put your foot in the door so what's what's the goals like i mean realistically what are we expecting i I would assume that you would want your own shop at a certain point yeah no um my plan is to eventually go full scale with this like i want to incorporate um what i love and what i love about the city yeah And I found that I can make pizzas in the smallest of spaces. So I feel like if I can get, you know, just a small shop somewhere mm-hmm. that's the size of a closet, basically, I can crank out pizzas in there. I okay. have this idea that I'm putting down on paper for like this micro pizzeria. And like, that's really what I want to push for. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's in, in the future, you know, kind of deal. As for now, like I'm focusing on 
how do I keep or like what's my next step kind of feel so yeah um I'm looking into like food trucks food trailers you know trying to get into the whole like mobile food vending kind of field um but yeah like I just do as much as I can in my free time that's that's more than anything like I'm still a kid <laughs> I love yeah. making pizzas I, I just want I, I love hanging out with friends and like you know going to bars I don't drink but like I just love the nightlife you know mm-hmm. it's always been my thing so like I feel like eventually I can incorporate both you know yeah that late night uh, late night party kind of vibe and you know pizzas mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I didn't ask you this at the beginning but I should have what what do you look for when you're looking for a good pizza? I know every everything's different. There's different styles. There's this topping. There's that topping. But like, what in your mind is a good pizza? I mean, well, it, 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 to me, it depends on like from the moment like you choose. Okay, I want a slice of pizza. It you have to do you have to break it down into what kind of pizza you want. You know, because yeah. there's like American style pizza. There's American Italian style pizza. There's Neapolitan style pizza. There's Chicago pizza. There's Detroit pizza. There's all these different kinds of pizzas, and there's a lot of them in Orlando, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are misleading too, because some of them will say New York style, but they serve this American thick pizza. You know what I mean? So when I go to a pizzeria, I have my like my route basically that I yeah. go to. Like you know, in a month I'll go to probably like 12, 13, 14 different pizzerias, and I get the same thing every time: just two slices of cheese and a drink. Yeah. You know, that's that's my base because if you can't get that right, I don't want anything else. You know, you know, eventually I'll. I'll I'll get something else with my girlfriend, you know, we'll split like a whole pie and like, we'll just bring it home kind of deal and like put other toppings on it. But I just go for a straight cheese slice, you know, same. And I've got my spots like that. I love, you know, and I've got the space, the spots that I go to just because they're convenient. You know, like I go to Anthony's on, on mills and, and uh, mills and colonial. That's like one of my favorite spots to go to, Yeah, you know, and that's like the most, that's to me the most authentic New York style pizza around here. Nice. And then I live close to Little Caesars. So if it's late and I don't want to cook, let's go to Little Caesars. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I embrace all pizza. Yeah. Yeah. No, I worked briefly at Pizzeria just to kind of pay the bills uh, when I was in college. I was doing more front of house stuff. Mm. Um, I did like a little internship with them. And then, I, and then they were like, oh, like, what are you doing for the summer? I was like, I'll, I'll get, you know, tables and bus tips yeah. and whatever I need to do. Um, but one of the things I learned over there, which I, I now do is, uh, I always ask for it. Well done. I'm like, yeah. I like it extra crispy, like that double crunch. And obviously yeah. like if you're getting it from a slice shop, like they put it back in the oven, I yeah. do kind of consider that a well done, but yeah. I'm the same way. My move is a cheese slice. Yeah. Yeah. And like that I'm actually the same way as you. Like if I get a pie or whole pie, I, have to, I ask for it well done Yep. just because sometimes I ask for it uncut too, because I'll recook it at home because some of these places don't do. really understand what good pizza is. Like I got a pizza the other day that I asked for it uncut and we put it back in the oven cause it was so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, and even the other, I, I would say like a, like a week, a week before that we went to a slice shop that will remain unnamed, mm-hmm. but got two slices of pizza. You know, it was late at night, went home, didn't look at them, got home and there was absolutely no cheese on it. Yeah. I was like, what? I just asked for two cheese slices. So, you know, break out some cheese, shred it up, put it on, <laughs> put it on the slices, throw them back in the oven, cook to perfection. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, anything else in the works right now? Anything else you're doing possibly in the future? Um, in the future, we've got like this uh, concept with um, uh, this partner that I can't really talk about too much, but it's you know in, in, in works right now, but it'll be in downtown Orlando. Cool. Um, it's this whole like late night kind of concept, so just be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like I'm available for all pop-ups. I'm available for caterings, you know. Um, I'm pushing more into the late night kind of deal. Um, I've done a couple of pop-ups before where they've been like, you know, noon to four, noon to five kind of deals. Um, 
I want to start experimenting into whole like 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. you know late night crowd because that's like where I think I can you know thrive on that um, but right now I'm just like I'm, I'm pushing myself you know like yeah. I said we're very small scale we're, we're DIY you know we're, we're just trying to do this whole punk rock pizza shop I and love it. It, it and push it out to the city and show what we can do because yeah we're just we're the little guy right now you know yeah and that's how I consider us you know we don't have fancy equipment we don't have you know this this great this this following either you know we we started with a couple pictures on instagram and just you know that's how we built this and that's how i'm going to continue to do it yeah um shout outs to orlando because without the city we would be nowhere you mm -hmm. know it's been a crazy response like i've had people i've never even met before come up and be like hey i saw your pizza on instagram i'm mm -hmm. back and i was like wait what like like i, I need this now like kind of deal I'm just like, okay, that's really cool. Like, I don't know how you found us, but thank you so much. You know, I always, every time we get a customer, like, I, I want to know how they, yeah. how, the, how they, how they know about us, you know, whether it's word of mouth from a friend, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, you know, um, I would say a uh, big shout outs to made the uh, Instagram account made in Orlando. She's, she put us on our first event, mm -hmm. you know, she, she reached out. She's like, you got some great looking pizzas. Mm -hmm. I want to try it. And I was like, cool, you know, I'll bring you a pizza. She's like, no. I want you to like do an event with us. And I was mm -hmm. like, all right, that's even better, you know? Yeah. So that's awesome. No, it's, it's a support group. And I think that people maybe from the outside looking in may see a lot more competition, but I think there's a lot more collaboration out here in Orlando. It's, it's very open-minded and you know, what can we do to help each other? And I don't, you know, we're growing as far as like our food markets, our pop-ups, like you yeah. were getting involved in. It, it's not necessarily like you see in other cities, but for whatever reason, Orlando is kind of becoming this place that's embracing, you know, the startups. Yeah, it's crazy how, how it's been. Like, I, I see a lot of this being done, and I'm like, yeah, these are, like, things that you see more in, like, New York and in L.A. Like, we've got chefs collabing together, basically, like, incorporating two restaurants into one where they'll they'll bounce their, their uh, best-selling menu items off each other, and then they'll tweak little things. Like, uh, the Pizza Bruno Bang Rack, uh, yep. like, collab that they did, that was great. You know, just being able to, you know, make basically fusion out of nothing. You know, yeah. it's just pizza and you can turn it into some crazy delicious thing. Yeah, it was like yeah. him. And then didn't he do one with Hunger Street too? Yeah. He did yeah. that. And then I know um, the guys over at Dochi did with um, Kwame with Chicken yeah, Fire. With, with, with the E-Fire. Like they're, that's that's another cool thing that I saw. I was like, yo, they got this like it, the, cl the blend of sweet and spicy and like all that in your mouth at the same time is just phenomenal you yeah. know yeah i mean it, it's it's trying to get a market that really hasn't truly been established there's places who've been doing their own version of it yeah. but not like fully dedicated to it or, or taking on that but yeah being open to saying like yeah i, I don't mind taking a step back and listening yeah. to what their direction is they're the ones with the shop or they're the ones who did this yeah. so it's exciting it definitely is yeah so. like just to see the support from everybody in the city like just supporting each other's businesses and wanting everybody to grow you know yeah. even though it is competitive out there you know mm -hmm. like there's hundreds and thousands of pizzerias around me always you know yeah and just being able to get some support from anybody really helps out you know it, it, may, it pushes me to do more and i can't do this without people like that you know yeah yeah well travis i appreciate your time um i always give it at the end the opportunity any sort of shameless plug you want to give so where can we find you um if there is anything upcoming soon uh floor's yours yeah um currently i've got one event planned it's um at the delhi llama um it's on february 28th uh, that's the only event that I have currently right now. But other than that, I've got some private catering gigs that I'm doing. Um, if you want 
to look at our pizza, if you want to try our pizza, if you want us to do a catering, if you want us to do a little pizza party for one to a hundred to a thousand people, I can make it happen. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm working on getting a website right now, but it's just going to be black magic pizza. Um, we've got the accounts for that. Uh, just be on the lookout for us. You know, we're, we're just trying to do this whole DIY punk rock pizza shop and basically bring it to bring a good pizza experience to you guys. Awesome. Thanks Travis. No, thank you. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I'm still trying to decide. I definitely want to stick with two episodes a week. I think this one makes it three episodes this week. So I'll see what I can do. I am uh, being told to stay at home until further notice. And then they're probably going to make a decision for my work in April as to what the uh, schedule is going to be like. So I think in the meantime, while I am staying at home, I might do three, four episodes a week. Uh, I'm going to see what I can do to get more involvement with social media. So maybe in, even if you guys are sitting at home, quarantined, uh, and there's a way that I can make it work, maybe doing some kind of Instagram live chat with a restaurateur or someone who's in the food scene and just kind of similar to the old model hearing their story, but then also dipping into the current food scene, what's going on, what they're doing, their take on it. So we'll see. Uh, but as always, you guys can follow me on Instagram at interested eater. You can shoot me an email if you have questions or suggestions or just want to say, Hey, uh, on Instagram or email pretty straightforward, interested eater at gmail.com. You guys have a great Friday. Hopefully your weekend's decent. Hopefully you have a stocked up fridge ready to go. Uh, and, other than that, take care.